0: You are listening to ACPN.
1: Gabe, I'm tired of old movies.
0: Well, let's watch some new ones. Yeah, maybe like a mini or something? Dude, are you reading my mind? That's exactly what I was thinking. Let's go to the movies. Hello and welcome to Rewind Cinema, the podcast where we most normally, <laughs> most normally, <laughs> well, let's start over. The podcast where we normally, <laughs> yeah, go back in time
1: and most normally
0: and most normally and more betterly go back in time. You mm-hmm. more usually, but this usually. this night today. This evening, we're going we're gonna to stay in the present.
1: No, we're going forward in time.
0: That's actually true. My name's Gabe Whitehurst. I'm your co-host for this mini-sode of Rewind Cinema. Across the table from me is a red-haired, mm-hmm. red-bearded man. His name is Matt Morris.
1: That's me. No impressions today.
0: No impressions today because it's hard to do an impression of a robot. Yeah. Give me your best robot impression.
1: Uh, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, boop, boop beep. <laughs>
0: So yours is a binary language. Yeah, uh,
1: I was one of the first models.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so how's everyone doing? Thanks for tuning in.
1: <laughs> As if they can answer.
0: No, oh, I can hear them. Oh, okay. Uh, through the, through the air, airwaves. Yeah. Now, uh,
1: sure. we, uh, we got a voicemail. We did get a voicemail. Uh, I don't know who it's from. They didn't say their name, but uh, we're going to play it now. Mystery Man. Mystery Man. So here's, our, here's the voicemail we got
0: is available
1: to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hi, I thought it was time for the weekly review of the uh, Rewind Cinema Accents. Um, for Jewish Man Dying with a list, I give a 6.5 out of 10. And for Bill Nye and his water tap, assuming it was a, a water tap, um, I give a, uh, it's a, it's a seven. It's a seven out of ten. So, yeah, um, keep at it, voice. Just a light critiquing of our accents from yeah. the previous episode. I love it. I yeah.
0: I love that he took the time to critique uh, Bill Nye. Yeah, because that was like impromptu, and he gave me a seven.
1: Yeah, and that sound. He, he sounds like a let's say Dan. Dan. Thank you for taking 30 seconds out of your day.
0: <laughs> you mean you're guessing his name is yeah, Dan? Yeah, his name is Dan. Okay.
1: You took 30 seconds out of your day and you called us and I really appreciate that. If, if you're listening right now and you want to be on the show and you like what Dan had to say, yeah, you can call us at 908-768-2636 and that spells Deckard is not a replicant.
0: Yeah, um, and I highly recommend you do because yeah. it'll really make you feel better about your life. Yeah, Um, probably it'll probably make you do random acts of kindness. Like if you do this, this will just magically happen to you.
1: You will buy the Starbucks for the person behind you when you're in line,
0: right? Yeah, and and you'll even like maybe write a note or something Mm -hmm. somehow. I don't know how you'll do it, but somehow you'll figure it out because that's the thing. It it makes you feel so good. You'll just do this. Yes. So do it. We love these voicemails. Keep them coming, and thank you, uh, Dan. If that's if that's your (laughs) real name, that's your name. (laughs) I'm gonna call him Rob. Mm. Okay, he sounds like a chill Rob to me. Okay, I don't. Know. I could roll with Rob. Um, okay, so today we are reviewing a very special movie. We we brushed up on our future history, past <laughs> history knowledge, and we went to uh, an IMAX theater here in New York City, mm-hmm. and we just saw Blade Runner twenty forty nine.
1: Every leap of civilization was
0: built off the back of slaves. Replicants are the future, but I can only make so many. I had the luck, and he has the key. I think I found him. That's not possible.
1: If this gets out.
0: We've bought ourselves a war. You're a cop. I had your job once. Things were simpler then. What do you want? I want to ask you some questions. What happened? I covered my tracks. Scrambled the records.
1: We were being hunted. By who? I know you're here. Before we get too far into this gabe, I want to make a disclaimer for everyone listening. Um, we are not the smartest guys in the world. No. That would not come <laughs> as a surprise to anybody. By far. Blade Runner is a very complex movie. We're not going to understand everything. We're not here to explain every little bit of every moment in the movie, but we're just going to talk about it and have fun, okay? I,
0: I mean, I wasn't really watching. I was gramming the whole time, dude. Yeah, you were gramming. Yeah. I was just gramming. Like, like the
1: girl in front of us. Yeah,
0: I didn't care about that dumb movie. I, wasn't, I wanted to gram.
1: Yeah, you saw Dave Bautista. You said, <laughs> I have had enough, and then you you started gramming the whole I time. I said,
0: I've seen Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> 1 and 2.
1: No, I was saying that you love Dave Bautista. Oh, oh, you, you, oh. 2006 WWE world champion. Dude, that was your jam.
0: Is, he, is that what he was? I think he was the world
1: champion in like 2006 or something.
0: Are are people really world champions in wrestling? Isn't it all fake? Like, don't do they write who the don't, champions? Don't gonna- don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> uh, I just ruined Matt's world. Yeah, no, I don't.
1: I've never watched a wrestling match in my life. Oh
0: man. Oh, um, yeah, Matt, Matt's right. This is um, this is a complex movie, but I, I feel like it's. I mean, I. Uh, I don't want to say we didn't get it. I, we fully understood it. But, no, no, no. But, but for you, we'll do our best to sort of just summarize. There what are
1: it, things that we missed, and we will miss, sure. we won't talk about. So if you're screaming at your phone when you're listening to it, like, why didn't they talk about X? I'm yeah. sorry, up front.
0: Yeah, and, and, and look, if you haven't seen Blade Runner, the original, yes. definitely go watch it. It's yeah. worth your time. It's, a, it's sort of a landmark I, in, in cinema. Yeah, although I'll say, I'll say this is a
1: standalone movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watching the first one is just going to enhance your enjoyment of this one and you will understand things you wouldn't have understood otherwise. But right. you know, if you're looking to go to a good movie, you can go see this without having seen the first one. Yes. We would recommend going to, to watch the first one. Or just yeah. watching it at home or, you know, wherever you can.
0: Yeah, I only say that because it really increased my enjoyment of this new movie. Mm-hmm. Uh several several moments that um I guess you could call it fan service, but it's not as cheap as fan service mm-hmm. is in other movies. It's, yeah. it's elegant. Yeah. Is, you know what I mean? Yeah. They really seamlessly uh, combine some things. So, we went and saw it. I think we both can agree early here that we liked it a lot.
1: Yes, we did. Um, and it's directed by Denis Villeneuve.
0: Good job.
1: Uh, I nailed that. He's He's a fantastic director, man. He is... I don't even know he's up and coming anymore I think he's easily oh, he's, he's easily top ten and probably top five yeah yeah uh, at the moment and you know if, if you haven't if you have not heard of him before his work uh, involves uh, arrival prisoners he made a movie called enemy uh sicario so he's he's just had a stellar uh last five years
0: yeah man it's been like lucrative I, yeah I, I mean 2010 was his movie i think when he was up and coming coming mm-hmm in, incendies.
1: Yeah, he started in Canada. He was yeah. big in Canada for a long time.
0: But then just year after year, arrival, prisoners, as you said, Sicario, enemy, cra- it's just crazy. We're so.
1: We're watching the next Scorsese. We're watching the next Kubrick working right now. Yeah, and yeah. They, I think we should savor that i think that this is an amazing time for movies and i think that he's certainly in the forefront
0: yeah at this point i'm in like whatever he makes oh, I'm, yeah. I'm in i'll be there uh absolutely just like that album you'll go by no matter you know what it is if it's an yeah. artist you uh, love need to breathe um <laughs> you know uh wham yeah <laughs> they're still putting out <laughs> they still me. make music yeah dude uh, got uh, yeah I don't that, that, you. that's what i was gramming about Oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> how much you love wham <laughs> yeah yeah all right um so let's get into it
1: Yeah, uh, so Blade Runner 2049 stars Ryan Gosling. Everyone knows him. Uh, We spoke about Dave Bautista. He's in it a little bit. Uh, And there are some, I mean, uh, Harrison Ford's obviously in this. That's not spoiling anything. He's in the trailers. Uh, But there are some pleasant new faces in this movie. Uh, Anna de Armas, who plays Joy. I thought that she was phenomenal. Yep. Um, Robin Wright was amazing in this movie. She's not a new face, but um, she <laughs> she was great in this movie. I, I just think that it, there wasn't really a weak link in this movie for me. I thought it was pretty great all the way through. Even Jared Leto impressed me. And I'm not the biggest Jared Leto fan, even though I defend him if people trash him because I think
0: he's good. Yeah, I don't why would- that's new why do people trash him i think he's a great i don't actor. think they
1: like him
0: as a person yeah and so i'm just like yeah put that aside but you can't deny that he's an amazing actor yeah yeah it's, it's the
1: same thing that's happening to casey affleck um you know domestic abuse mm. or whatever and then you know people are just like trash his resume which is you got to separate them. um but yeah so that those are pretty much the bigger stars in this movie um
0: yeah, uh, who's the new replicant? Uh, the the lady who plays love, uh, Sylvia Ho- Hoax. Hoex? Hoax, Hoeks. 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 H O E K S. I guess it's Hoeks. She I was. I don't know. She was good and she was great. intimidating and uh, you know cool.
1: I don't think she was given as meaty of a character as the other people in the movie, but I thought that she did a good job in yeah, her role.
0: I liked it a lot,
1: of course. So the the plot of this one is an extension of the first one. If you know the first one, a young Blade Runner's discovery of a long buried secret leads him to track down former Blade Runner Rick Deckard, played by Harrison Ford, who's been missing for 35 years.
0: Sweet. And, Th- 30 years.
1: Oh, 30 years. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, And we're not going to be able to talk about... We can talk about the way that it looks. We can talk about the performances, but we're not really going to be able to talk much about the story outside of spoilers, so... I say let's just go ahead and talk about some things that we liked pretty generally. Mm-hmm. Uh what what were some things that you liked about this movie, Gabe?
0: Um the setting is amazing. Mm-hmm. I feel like he did a great job of really carrying over the setting of the first movie. Um and I, and I also think he sort of pulled it up out of the noirish place that it was, so it still looks very Blade Runner. It still feels very Blade Runner. But then he also brought a lot of light to a, a bunch of other scenes mm-hmm. too. So he he definitely has his own like distinctive spin on the world, um, that doesn't really matter. I'm just saying, like it, he, he does distinguish it. But yeah. little things that I noticed that I thought were just so visually beautiful. Did you notice those really deep canyons on the Earth's surface? And 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 we think in, that in we first shot. Yeah, we think they're yeah. canyons, but it's the street. Yeah, and society has built up and up and up and up. And on the top of all of these buildings, it's sort of overlaid with this futuristic sheet metal that's like mm-hmm. probably like a solar panel or something. And it was just like this cool idea of what the world could look like in a few years. Mm-hmm. But these, it's crazy. It's like these deep rivets on the Earth's surface, but really it's just the ground level. And everyone lives inside of these like shadowy mm-hmm. hallways, I guess, um, or, or canyons, for lack of a better term. Yeah, um, That was really, really beautiful. Yeah, I, the I cool.
1: scale of this movie is almost unfathomable. Because if you look at how high they built up all the buildings, when we get down on the ground level, there's still thousands of people. So you stretch that out. Yeah, right. Over I got really Canadian there.
0: You stretch, <laughs> stretch that, that out, out. out.
1: Uh over, you know, it's huge. It's absolutely massive. And the buildings that are like over the top of it, like the Wallace Corporation, those buildings must be gigantic.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it feels that way in Blade Runner also. Yeah. Uh especially the um not Wallace Corporation. The uh, uh, the T. Uh, Tyrell. <laughs> Ty- Tyrell. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It's just it's it's just big, and yeah. I felt and it felt big when I was watching it. And I'm what I mean by that is that I felt like I was watching Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Uh, not <laughs> obviously not the, not the same genre. Um, what were you? Uh... <laughs> um, <laughs> but the right movie. It's almost three hours long, and you just mm-hmm. it was really cool. To dive into a movie and really feel for the first time in a long time, mm-hmm. like you're just in this world. Yeah, I haven't felt that in a while. Yeah, um,
1: and even like for how big it is, when they're on the ground, they're almost shoulder to shoulder with people still. Mm-hmm. So it just it's so suffocating, and you're like, how many people must be in the world at this point? Yeah, like yeah, well I don't know, fifteen billion. What do we have yeah, now? Right, eight, right? Eight, seven, yeah. or eight billion? <laughs> eight or nine? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, so. That's, it's headed that way. Yeah, and and I just respect the world that they were able to build with this movie, which I think is the most impressive part. I still love the story, I love all the performances, but this is why I think Denis Villeneuve deserves praise for this movie. It's just it it feels monumental. Just the world that he mm-hmm. built, it's it's incredible. And there's just this giant wall around uh the the town uh, around Los Angeles that's like it's also serves as a dam. And there's a lot of shots that kind of sweep over it. And there's water gushing through it. And you can just tell that it's absolutely massive. Yeah. The, uh,
0: the sound design was amazing in this movie. Yes. We saw an IMAX, so that was really helpful. Yeah. But it's um, just everything was so loud. Yeah. The, the, the three-wheeled flying cars were super loud and really cool when they fly by the screen. The soundtrack is similar. Again, it, it sets itself apart. But it's so, you know, it's close enough that you really, again, you feel like you're in that world. And what I love the most were this was the sound of his gun. Yeah. What's, I don't know, it has a name, like a, it's not Blaster, oh, that's Star Wars. I don't remember. It's like something, I don't know. Yeah. But they, uh, they film the action in such a fast, all the action is really, really fast. I don't mean visually, like it's hard to watch, but when, when Gosling goes crazy and shoots people, mm-hmm. it's rapid. It's like, pop, 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 pop. Yeah. And he has this pistol and it's so loud and satisfying. It's just like, I don't mm-hmm. know, it was a great sound. And the
1: cars sound amazing too. They just yeah. sound like what you would imagine that a flying car sounds like. Yeah, man. Everything just fits perfectly and, you know, even though things were loud, we were in an IMAX screen. I mean, it it's going to be louder in there, but there were there were scenes where you could feel your seat rumble mm-hmm. because it was so loud and bassy, but I think that's almost essential for this type of movie. I think that if it was quiet or, or even more quiet than it was, it wouldn't have done the world justice. Yeah, because it looks beautiful. I think it should sound beautiful and be loud and just really immerse you in it. Yeah. Um. And then we should also talk about the cinematography, which I think is not the selling point of the movie, but it's it's a work of art, man. Yeah, it's um, incredible. And so Roger Deakins was the cinematographer for this movie. Listen to this list of Oscar nominations. Okay. He hasn't won before. Listen to this list of nominations. 1995, Shawshank Redemption. 1997, Fargo. 1998, Kundun. 2001, O Brother, Where Art Thou? 2002, The Man That Wasn't There. 2008, he was nominated twice. One for The Assassination of Jesse James, for The Coward Robert Ford, mm. and No Country for Old Men. 2009, he was nominated for The Reader. 2011, True 2013, Skyfall. 2014, Dang. Prisoners. 2015, Unbroken. 2016, Sicario. He hasn't won.
0: He's never won an Oscar. He's never
1: won, but he will win for this movie. I don't think you can top the way this movie is shot. It's gorgeous.
0: It's absolutely gorgeous, and I'm shocked that he hasn't won, especially with the Coen Brothers. Like I imagine he would have won for Fargo, because I remember being in film class Mm -hmm. and studying Fargo specifically for cinematography. Yeah, like a few shots where things are juxtaposed, and you you're seeing like I don't know. There's a great shot in Fargo where like. I don't want to get into Fargo, but it, it, it's super good, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm, sh- I'm shocked that he hasn't won, so yeah. let's pull for him, because yeah. he, des- he deserves it.
1: Yeah, I don't know who won that year. Uh, actually, it was it was The English Patient. Okay, it's so. a
0: good movie. Yeah, um, I'm sure um, it has beautiful cinematography, but yeah.
1: Yeah, but I, I think he'll win for this movie, and it's trite to say this, so many people have said this, but you can literally just take pretty much any moment in this movie and make it a desktop background. Yeah, it's sure. It's just wonderful to look at. The colors are so deep. Uh when there's like you see a yellow flower in the movie it just pops off the screen because mm-hmm. everything is so dark. I mean that's due to set design and stuff like that and lighting, but cinematography is obviously part of that and it just nothing is really left to the imagination in terms of cinematography. It does like tell a story on its own with the way that it looks. So I really appreciated that.
0: Yeah, I love uh when we're inside the Wallace Corporation because mm-hmm. it's just so cool. It's yeah. all yellow and gold and it's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like you just want to stay there, even right. though it's creepy and you want to leave. <laughs> it's still really cool. <laughs>
1: oh, You didn't like uh, Jared Leto? Are you want to be Man, his friend? He's
0: a he's a creep in this movie. Yeah. For sure.
1: And I like the way they play with shadows too, especially in the Wallace Corporation. There was that great scene where uh, Love was walking up the stairs yeah. and the light was kind of following her and then going through the cracks in the staircase. And it was just, it
0: was beautiful. Really, really to look neat. At. Really neat.
1: Performance-wise, like I said, I think everyone is solid across the board. But I do think that this is a career-defining performance from Ryan Gosling. Okay. I thought that he was breathtaking in this movie. I thought he was incredible.
0: Yeah, I I, I mean, I love him, so I think he's good in everything. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't think it was any more standout than, say, Drive or any other recent drama that he's done. But that's because I look at it and I'm like, you're great. Mm -hmm. You're like so cool. Yeah. And everything you do. Yeah. <laughs> so the I reason, thought it was good.
1: The reason I respect this one more is because there was so much more to his character. True, yeah.
0: A lot of depth. Yes. A lot of, especially the things he has to emotionally deal yeah. with. Yeah,
1: this is like the most tortured protagonist yeah. that I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. Agree. I would agree with that. Now, yeah. you know, if you think about the emotional place that he goes in this movie and you have to watch it to know what we're talking about, but um, especially, just especially just the theme of Blade Runner, it's very much carried over in this movie. Mm-hmm. Just what's what's human what yeah. does it mean to be human am i a human are you a human <laughs> i are, don't know man are we humans? May, maybe my memories are fake <laughs> and so to watch him struggle with that is very very um mm-hmm. moving
1: yeah and it's amazing because you watch earlier in the film and he reacts to some things and you're like man you're kind of overreacting like hmm. you don't uh, you're not necessarily selling it for me but then when you realize what the implications are for those things yeah later in the movie you're like wow that was probably the perfect reaction to yeah. that moment um so we can't really talk about those at the moment story-wise I-, I thought it was great i thought it was a great extension of the first one Amazing. Um, it is a true sequel it's not a reboot of any kind it's like it completely continues the same story and i think it does it justice i'm not like a blade runner truther or anything i think it's a good movie the first one i don't think it's great yeah i agree this one is great but i do have some problems with things that happen in the third act that we'll talk about in spoilers but it doesn't matter like i feel like this could be a terrible script and i would still be enthralled (laughs) by the way that it looks and the way it sounds
0: yeah Um, i mean it would be like the first one yeah i just watched the first one again and i i don't really like that movie yes i i like the end of it Mm -hmm. um you watch the final cut it's definitely the one you should watch, but it takes an hour to ramp up, and the second hour of the movie is really the best part. But it's this movie is, in my opinion, man, like it's far superior to that movie.
1: But Devil's uh, ad- Advocate, this one starts slow too. It does. It it's you about wait, an hour in, yeah, and you're like, what is happening? You
0: wait and you wait and you wait, and the payoff is great. Yeah, but but the waiting in this movie was way more enjoyable than it was in the first one for me. That's mm-hmm. me. I, yeah. I and I don't think I don't respect the first one. I do mm-hmm so uh yeah. yeah
1: but this one this one definitely has more modern sensibilities um the first one like you said is very noirish it's very slow on purpose there's a lot of you know one-on-one scenes where people are just kind of talking about their motivations and things that they're going to do or things that they've seen and so that's what makes it slow yeah um but i just think that the the relationship between rachel and deckard in the first one is so special um that it, it makes it makes up for a lot of that and in this one we get a very similar thing with joy who is like this in-home um yeah intercom Love system joy. cell phone type thing Joy's <laughs> that, a, she's, she's awesome she's a projection but gets treated as real and we'll talk more about her in spoilers yeah. because i think that her she doesn't necessarily have like a great arc for herself but the way that she the way that she enhances Ryan Gosling's arc is, I think, amazing and, and super masterful. Yeah. And, um, oh, go ahead. No, no, it's fine.
0: I was going to say, just going down the list, back to performances is really quick. Just worth a mention. I know we made fun of him earlier, but Dave Batista <laughs> is really good in this movie. Oh, I love Dave Bautista. Yeah, I, think I was he's not great. making fun of him at all. Okay, good. Because I, I, yeah. I like him. I mean, he's, um, you really empathize with him in this yeah. movie, even though he's only in it for about 20 minutes, maybe mm-hmm. like 15 minutes. He's good, yeah, yeah, um, and he
1: gets one of the most powerful lines in the movie. But he's yeah, great. It's it's pretty much impossible not to spoil. But it's the one about you've never seen a miracle. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. is what he says. Yeah. I think that's a great line. That's a great piece of writing.
0: Yeah. So I, I overall, this is an amazing movie. I loved it, mm-hmm. and you should go see it.
1: I totally agree. It's not doing well at the box office. That's such a bummer. Um, but it, it's not like Denis Villeneuve is not going to get entrusted with another 150 million dollar movie it's coming
0: absolutely and um, i don't know why it's not doing well at the box office
1: it's a it's a heady movie that had a prequel that i don't think a lot of people saw yeah uh the marketing for this movie wasn't amazing um i think that you for the most part kind of had to look for it or, or know that it was that it existed yeah. um i think I, I maybe heard like one advertisement on a podcast I don't know, but I think you just have to be involved in movie culture to really like.
0: Yeah, I think I get caught up these days assuming that nerd culture is so big now. Yeah. You know, that Comic Con. It is, certainly is. It is. Like E3, Comic Con, all these conventions and all these people who have sort of like sparked this love for pop culture and yeah. movies and music and games and books and blah and comics. And so with Blade Runner, something like that seems to me like it would just make so much money. Mm-hmm. And I confuse that because something like Star Wars comes out and I'm like, "Well, that's that's nerd culture too." But I forget that Star Wars that's pop nerd culture that's, though. but yeah, so yeah. that I forget that 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 serves such a bigger audience. Yeah. And it's going to make it's so much more It's more
1: accessible more money. too cuz there are some interesting themes to Star Wars, things to think about, but for the most part, it's fairly surface level.
0: Yeah, it's not nearly as, as deep as Blade Runner is yeah. at all. But um, yeah, I, I just I think I just assumed that this would do really well, and I'm sad that it's not. But it, mm-hmm. it'll make plenty of money.
1: Um, I, I don't know, man. Really? It's not doing well at all. Um, you don't think
0: it'll sell and all that afterwards and be amazing? This is going to be like one of my special movies, I think. Mm-hmm in my life when it's like i i need to watch 2049 every 5 years just like yeah. lord of the rings and you sit down and sit through the 3 hours and just choke it down cuz it's, it's that good
1: it's been out for a week now um and it has made 43 million dollars my goodness and it cost 150 million to make
0: World, so worldwide though yeah. worldwide is 92 yeah okay
1: yeah so i I think it's still going to be in theaters for a little bit, probably two or three weeks. So I think you still have time to go see it. And we
0: have Oscars, and that'll probably spark some stuff,
1: spark some interest. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's just, it's underperforming, and that's sad. But you know, you know what you can do? Go
0: to the go theater watch and see it. it. Go mm-hmm. watch it. And this is a movie, and I wouldn't say that about a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. But you should. This is like. A piece of art and you need to go admire it
1: yeah there, there are very few movies this year that i've seen in theaters that i'd be like if you don't have a movie pass pay the 17 dollars <laughs> to go see it and yeah, this is yeah. one of them i think it's a work of art i think it's very special and i think that we both communicated that so go see it um but we're going to get into spoilers now so we can talk about some of the themes and things that we thought about the story
0: hey snake kills dumbledore
1: no! okay gabe I don't want to make this too long, but yeah. what, what overall did you think about the story and you know how did it affect you? Did you think it did well in combination with the first one?
0: Absolutely. I love the way they tied this into the first movie. So it's 30 years later. They give a great explanation at the beginning of what happened to the Tyrell Corporation. Mm-hmm. Uh, replicants essentially kind of went nuts and they lost all their funding. It was illegal to make them I know you. don't I'm like summarizing the movie. <laughs> yeah. The point is, they they bring you up to speed very quickly. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ryan Gosling is. It's pretty clear from the beginning of the movie he's a replicant. Yeah. They they tell you he's a replicant. You think he's a replicant. They don't do the eye glow thing anymore, really, in this movie like they do in the last one.
1: Um. No, they have a different way to check yeah. them now.
0: So yeah. now, na- because they're different, so they mm-hmm. actually have numbers on their eye on their left lef- eye. Left. Or maybe the right their eye. right eye, if they look up and to the left. Up to the left, yeah. You, you can like hit a black light, basically, or the scanner, and it reveals a code. And mm-hmm. that's the type of replicant they are. So replicants now live longer. They are designed to be obedient completely. Blah, 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 blah. So Ryan Gosling is a Blade Runner. He's still hunting down old replicants and retiring them. And what we learn is that there was a blackout. Mm-hmm. And they don't really go into it in the movie, but there's three short films, and they help explain what the blackout is. Anyway, he's hunting down replicants and they uh i mean uh, should we we've already said we're going to spoil it. we're in spoilers right okay, now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um but they they slowly reveal that he could be human. Mhm. Um he he kills Dave Bautista, who is this gentle giant of a replicant, un- unless he's threatened and he has to go <laughs> in and which Smash case him he a beats the crap out of Ryan Gosling uh, real good. <laughs> and that scene was so good, dude. Like yeah. the action in that scene, the fight was so great. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um, really packed a punch, for lack of you know, yeah, but you know, yeah. but it did though. It was yeah. so good. Anyway, I'm I'm forgetting where I'm going with this, but essentially <laughs> we think Ryan Gosling could be human. Yeah, and he starts to investigate that fact, and then he starts to believe that he's human, mm-hmm. and. It's so good.
1: <laughs> so here's what I think about that. And this is why I think that this is a better overall movie than the first one. Because Deckard in the first one is probably the least interesting character in that movie. Yeah. And we follow him all the way through it. Yeah. The most interesting characters are Rachel and the two replicants that are on the run. Um, Ryan. Is it Ryan?
0: I can't remember. <laughs> um, the, the guy? i uh, no the oh, oh, the girl? Shoot.
1: No, 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 no. Um the, the 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 main bad guy.
0: Yeah, it's Roy. Not, it's not Roy Ryan. Batty. Yeah, Roy. Or Batty. That's Yeah, uh, Batty. Roy.
1: Um so those are the two most interesting characters in the movie and they're not our protagonist. Yeah. In this one, the most interesting character by far is our protagonist because he goes through such a journey, man. He thinks he's a human and then it goes back and he finds out he's actually a replicant with implanted memories, but then he's like I can, you know, basically do better than i was designed to do and the fact that it's the same message at the end of the last one which is why him laying on those steps in the snow similar to roy in the first one with the rain lying down um it's just like i think it's what they're getting at is that to be able to live and die is what makes you human you know if you have memories and all these things that you can recall. It doesn't matter if they're fake. Like being able to act on those things and, and have live a those life. Feelings. Yeah, that's what makes you human.
0: Yeah, and I—I uh, I don't know. He, Ryan Gosling is really special in this movie, he, and you see him sort of. I mean they like I said they lead you to believe that he is a replicant and then they lead you to believe that he's a human. Mm-hmm. And then they pull a Christopher Nolan on you and he's he's not yeah. a human, he's a Masterfully. replicant. Masterfully. I didn't see it coming. Uh, I didn't see it coming at all. And yeah. it was very Christopher Nolan in the way they did it. I don't mm-hmm. it was just like loud music and kind of like a montage <laughs> and like a memory <laughs> montage and it was like, yeah. "Oh, crap, it's this person." Yeah. Uh but I loved it. I loved every second of it. But there's a great scene where he uh he's with uh Robin Wright. Yeah, Lieutenant. Who I also uh, thought was like a bet was the bad guy in this movie. Really, for a long time. Yeah, F- for like an hour, I thought she was going to turn out to be the bad guy because she is the head of the police. Manipulative, and, right? Yeah. They they find the body of this woman that was buried mm-hmm. a replicant, and actually they they think it's a, a human because she was pregnant yeah. when she died, and Ryan Gosling notices that she has a like her her skeleton has a a, the old replicant code on it which we realize it's rachel Mm -hmm. from the first movie and gosling realizes holy crap that woman was a replicant how could she be pregnant blah 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 it leads you to ask ask a lot of questions about again like humanity if if a replicant can get pregnant Mm -hmm. then what does that mean and can replicants they're just getting i mean maybe rachel was more advanced than the other replicants were i think she was right because she worked for Terrell directly
1: yeah and and Gerald Leto mentions that. He says that Tyrell's last great work was making a robot that could... Or that a replicant that could... Reproduce. Reproduce. Um, and he, he was frustrated because he couldn't figure out how to do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's why uh, when they find this out, Robin Wright's trying to cover it up. I, yeah. gu- I guess to like, protect him and to stop the Wallace Corporation. But I thought she was going to be a bad guy. Whatever. Um, there's a great scene where she says, you have to hunt down this child who mm-hmm. exists... And kill it because this robot woman had a baby. Yeah. Uh, And they proved that again by excavating her and they realized she had an emergency C-section, whatever. And uh, Ryan Gosling stops and he's like all quiet. And she's like, what are you, what's wrong with you? And he's like, I've never killed anything that's been born before. Mm -hmm. And she's like, so what's the difference? And he's like, I don't know. I guess being born means you have a soul. Mm -hmm. and so again a question about humanity but it was cool to watch because i thought he was a replicant in that moment i was like man he's like super advanced he's really thinking about this Mm -hmm. and is he human yeah yeah i don't know man it's just it's so good like it's so good it sucks you in it's three hours long and you have all these great moments where you follow his thought process and you're like he is Mm.
1: yeah and it really is a, (laughs) a brilliant screenplay because you know, it just makes everything seem so obvious. You're like, "Man, are they they really make it this obvious that he's a replicant and you think you have it figured out an hour and a half in and you're like, "Man, it, Ryan Gosling's a human and he's going to lead this revolution and he's the chosen one." And then it, you know, the the rug just gets pulled out from underneath you and it's so satisfying. It's like, "Wow, they really did this justice." But it's so
0: justice. heartbreaking.
1: Yeah. And it's great because they leave little clues for you along the way that if you were more astute i guess you would you would know Mm -hmm. like the girl who creates her dreams and we can talk about that scene in a second because i thought all of her scenes were just beautiful memories uh, memories yeah sorry um she said he goes in to like have his you know memories checked and see if they're real and uh she starts crying when she sees them and she says uh you know the creator puts a little bit of themselves or you know in every in every memory and uh you know if you had thought about that in the moment you're like wow maybe she's the you know one that's been missing. Yeah. But I did not catch on that at all. So at the end when they showed it again, you were like, "Man, they they really got me good."
0: But yeah. I, well, you yeah. you think that um they play it so well and I I was confused as to why she was crying because the memory that she's watching isn't really sad. Mhm. Like she could, she could just be this super empathetic being and mm-hmm. she and she's crying, but you know, at the end when they reveal that that's her memory. Yeah. It's the same memory. It's like she didn't craft that for him. It's her, mm-hmm. and uh, they. She just put him in it. She just put him in it. Yeah. Right, right, right. And so she's sitting there weeping, and it's so beautiful. And and all she says is, "This, this happened," mm-hmm. and she doesn't really tell him anything. And so I guess in that moment, she realizes that, like that, Ryan Gosling, or or is she just confronted with one? Does she realize like who he is that they that they no? Scramble? Okay, she because she doesn't you know, know she who she is. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, um yeah, but I thought that was a special moment and Ryan Gosling when he realizes that it happened mm-hmm. freaks out and it's an amazing acting moment.
1: That that is a theory that I've read that she actually knew who she was and so she actually created <laughs> memories for Ryan Gosling, but everything that happened in the movie is actually Deckard's memories and she was creating it to lead him to her. And I, I don't know if I necessarily buy that. I don't think that she was oblivious to who she was, just if you look at yeah, yeah, I how the movie that. flowed and her reaction to him at the end. I agree. So, yeah, I, I don't necessarily buy into that. But I want to talk about her scenes for a moment. I think that the way that they made her make the dreams, that was such a captivating way to do that. And it was great. Unlike anything I've ever seen before, which is how you know that Denis Villeneuve <laughs> is a genius. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She has this, like, I mean, if you're listening to this, hopefully you've seen it, but she has this, like... um it almost looks like a camera filter and it's like two sided and it has silver ends to it with buttons on it. And she's turning it and pressing buttons and she's a professional. She's the the best one in the business. Yeah. It's
0: like a national treasure secret lockbox or something (laughs) sort of,
1: but she's just turning it and they have these scenes that I'm sure they filmed and then they, they crop it and they cut out and make everything black and they move these kids faces around and she's just making everything perfect. She'll move somebody's lip a little bit to the right. Just yeah. to get that perfect look in the moment, and I just thought that was beautiful. It was
0: amazing. Yeah, and, and she's uh, we the scene opens with her in this beautiful forest, and she's changing a beetle mm-hmm. on a leaf, and it's just micro detail. The wings change, the eyes change, the snout of mm-hmm. if beetles has like this weird nose <laughs> yeah. thing, and it's captivating. And then it all disappears, and you realize it's all simulated, and she's just creating like worlds. And mm-hmm. she's she has a compromised immune system, that they. I wonder if that's a is is she I think that it, was, way because, it was probably a lie. That was oh, what I'm thinking. Oh, oh so just you just to think keep they, her away. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um yeah, I really wanted her to see see her get like busted out, out of that facility. Yeah. I was waiting for that to happen. Hey and, dude, Blade Runner, <laughs>
1: twenty sixty seven.
0: Electric boogaloo. <laughs> um it was beautiful. Yeah. And uh she was a great actress too. Yeah. Whoever she is.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't have the
0: <laughs> I, I don't know, but she was awesome.
1: Yeah, and Another character I want to make sure we you know, uh, talk about before we uh, end this episode is the de Armas character, Joy. Like we mentioned before, she plays this projection that's like a girlfriend, essentially, yes. to Ryan Gosling. And I think she's absolutely incredible in this movie. She's an up-and-coming actress, for sure. But I just love the idea of that character because she's actually everywhere in the movie. She's mm-hmm. in presumably... Thousands and thousands of people have this same have purchased her, yeah. Have she's a, she's her. a product. Yeah. And she says and later you see an advertisement says says what you want to hear or you know what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. And so she just tells Ryan Gosling what he wants to hear. But <clears> the question is like if it is what Ryan Gosling wants to hear, does it matter? Yeah. Yeah. Well that's it, such it, a thought provoking question. I know,
0: and it's another it's another emotional experience that he has to go through. He yeah, you can tell he loves her. Yeah. He goes and buys her this extension, like this software that you put into this, yeah. you put the chip in this thing and it allow. basically she's connected to this like roving arm that is in his living room that wherever that arm goes, she's projected. Mm-hmm. And he frees her from that by getting this like, I don't know, this little thing and it like allows her to be anywhere. Mm-hmm. And... Um, there's an amazing scene again. Like, what is humanity? She steps out into the rain and she feels the rain on her skin, yeah. and she sort of materializes uh, for yeah, a minute. Which is so beautiful, it was amazing! It so was beautiful. so so cool. And he is uh, in this embrace with her, and they're about to kiss, and then his phone rings, and it's you know he's getting called back to work, and that was so sad because yeah. she sort of like freezes in time, and you're just you're in this moment, and then you're sucked out of it yeah. so fast, and you're like, oh, just she, just like him, man. Yeah. All the things he can't have. Right. That's what I'm saying. Is yeah. you you realize. She's not real. Yeah. And he he realizes she's not real. Yeah. And um, and then she and I, I don't know. Like, I don't know if she's a special product. Like her, she's a one off thing because know, she does man. things for him specifically. Yeah. But it's really, really sad because after he's been through all this stuff, he's walking through the city and he sees her advertisements mm-hmm. and she's totally nude. Mm-hmm. And she's like five stories tall, mm-hmm. kind of like the geisha in the first movie. Yeah, and she's all CGI, and she's like pink and purple, and anyway, she she sees him like, and it's an advertisement. It's not the one he has; it's mm-hmm. different. But she's like, "Hey, hey, you!" And she talks to him, and he just sit there sits there and stares at her. And she calls him Joe mm-hmm. because the advertisement is designed to call every man she sees Joe. Yeah, and then in the in his real life. That's what she calls him, and she like comes up with the name on her own. And it's she's like, "You look like a Joe." I don't know. It's, it's so sweet. Yeah. And then he's he just sits there, and you just like can just, tell. Just buys it, or does just, he? He's just crushed. Yeah. No, but later on, because he loses her, essentially, yeah. They Get they get separated. Her data gets crushed and ruined, and my love, yeah, my <laughs> <by> love. <laughs> but man, he goes through so much in this movie, and yet he still fights the good fight and helps yeah. Harrison Ford reunite with his child. Yeah. And. We could
1: all take a page from Ryan Gosling's book. Yeah. But I, 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 speaking of that scene where she's five stories tall talking to him, just how gorgeous was that? It was cool, man. Just she's just like this hot pink color and the street that he's on is dark so you can just see her reflection on his face and he just looks so sad. He's covered in blood. Yeah. And and I just I just love it, man. I don't I don't know. This you you gotta go on the
0: ride you need to watch it you really do like
1: we could talk about this movie I'm sure for like two hours if we wanted to Uh, but we don't want to hold you forever but those were just some things that we really enjoyed about the themes I think that this raises some amazing questions that honestly we might not be super far from at some point I don't know if these things are possible in our lifetime yeah I don't know but I would imagine with the rate that technology grows at some point things like this will exist even if we're dead so I don't know. I just think it, it raises some uh, questions that have been around for a long time. you like, do, do robots have free will? The first movie was based on mm-hmm. a book. Um, who wrote it? Was it Kafka? Philip, Philip, uh, Philip K. Dick. Dick. Um, yeah, uh, do robots dream of electric sheep or do something like that? Do androids dream of electric sheep, yeah. Y- yeah, you know everything, man. Why am <laughs> I even talking? But um, yeah, so this question's been around for a long time, but Blade Runner puts an interesting spin on it, and we've said it a thousand times, but go see this movie.
0: Yeah, uh, so quickly, what what did you have issues with? Did we get there yet?
1: Oh, yeah. It just seemed like there was maybe some things cut for time's sake. Uh, at the end, Jared Leto is speaking to Deckard after, we didn't even talk about this, but Rachel
0: yeah. comes into the room,
1: and that yeah. was mind-blowing. It looks just like her.
0: Yeah. Um. I don't know how they did that.
1: Oh, computer generated. You think so? Sure. Absolutely. I, I thought
0: it was just an actress who looked a lot like her, and then and then no they added some features to her face to make her just like Rachel, but that was cool. Um,
1: but they did it with, um. um <laughs> why can I not remember her name? Star Wars, Princess Leia. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Carrie Fisher. Carrie
1: Fisher. Uh, they did it with Carrie Fisher. And it didn't
0: look as good, or, or,
1: or wait? I didn't see it, but I heard it was acceptable. Yeah, no. It,
0: they did it in the last one? I think she did. was she was still alive, right? I don't know. They did it for a poster. They did it with Grandma like... Tarkin, this uh creepy guy, <laughs> and it looked good, but everyone yeah. knew it was fake. Um so they're probably they'll probably do it. Well no, I think she was alive through the shooting of the next Star Wars. Anyway, point is it didn't look rubbery or weird, it looked totally real and it yeah. was um amazing. And that's one more thing. In that scene with Rachel, before they bring her out to essentially like torment Harrison Ford mm-hmm. Jared Leto wants his cooperation to yeah. tell him where his child is uh, so he can figure out how to make this anyway. And Harrison Ford won't do it. So he, he plays this audio recording of his original interview with Rachel as a Blade Runner, ta- mm. giving her the test to see if she's a replicant. And that was a cool thing. If you've seen the first movie, that was a neat way that they tied that into the movie and made it, ap- like made it work. It wasn't yeah. just a cool like, a- Easter egg. It was like, this is part of the story now. Yeah. And, th- and he sits there and has to listen to this interview. Yeah. And then they bring her out in front of him, and he's like, "Oh, her eyes were green." Mm-hmm. He re- he like doesn't bite the the temptation, and he and then they shoot her in the head and kill her, and it's gross. But which I
1: read that her eyes in the original movie were brown.
0: I don't so, remember them being green, so I don't know if he told
1: uh, if he just said that to like get her out of his face, yeah, like because he knew it wasn't her. Uh, but it's also
0: really dark in that movie, and you don't yeah. like they look brown, but maybe they weren't. I don't
1: yeah. Know. Uh, but anyway, so he 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 says, you know, her eyes were green, and she gets shot in the head, and then uh Jared Leto says, I'm going to bring you pain and make you talk, and then yeah. it just the last scene happens, yeah. Which I think there was something in between. I think there you know was something else that was missing there, uh because it was kind of a jump. I wanted to see more of Deckard struggling. It seems yeah. like he got captured. We were in Ryan Gosling's POV for a while. And then we get one scene of Deckard being interrogated. Yeah. So I, I just wanted to see more of that. Otherwise, I think that this was an amazing script, and I'm sure something got cut from the script. That's just what it seems like. Probably, to me. sure,
0: sure. I, I didn't really notice anything that was glaring. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing I didn't like was this one cheesy scene where Ryan Gosling is underground with all these replicants who <laughs> uh, they they sort of they they want to just like replicants do. They want to be human, and they don't want to be Mm -hmm. outcast anymore and i forget what they're fighting for i don't remember they want to take down the wallace corporation essentially yeah
1: there's a chosen one that's going to lead them in a war to fight against the humans to get their freedom
0: and um yeah this like woman
1: yeah you get in an end my axe scene you know it's like everyone kind of comes out of the woodwork and stands together in a group so
0: yeah they all come out of the shadows and it's just kind of cheesy and it's like we will rule the world and i don't know that's the only really the only thing i didn't like but yeah
1: it's overdone, um, and, and we didn't even we didn't even talk about the scenes where he's they're checking to see if he's a replicant, which I thought were just amazing.
0: Oh, the Ryan Gosling! The, yeah, the new way they do yeah, it. Yeah, the test that that was crazy. So disorienting. So disorienting. And
1: loud, and you're like, "What is happening?" Which is exactly what you know. Yeah, Denis is going for. Yeah,
0: and then the the scene where he has to go back and take that test mm-hmm. when he, as a replicant, thinks he's a human mm-hmm. and he fails the test miserably. Yeah, and and that's when I thought Robin Penn was going to like kill him or something because they know he's not a replicant and they don't want him realizing that or or Mm something. I I, I don't know. She doesn't do that. She's a good guy, Mm -hmm. but like he's taking that test and you're just watching him and he's obviously distraught emotionally and he fails the test and you're just, it's just so good, dude. Yeah. Existential angst. To, like crank it up to 11
1: because he is a replicant but he failed the test because he thinks he's human. right so what does that mean <gasps> he's so advanced we could talk about this for hours so we're gonna cut it here we want to keep this as a mini so but i think it's needless to say this is one of the more exciting movies that either of us has seen this year and we would love to talk about it yeah longer but you know we're at about 45 minutes here oh. so Let's cut it. Um, go see it. I can't say that enough. Go see this movie. Uh, Gabe, if you want to reach us on social media, if we miss something, if you have a theory about Blade Runner, can you can you shoot us that theory and where can you when you send that?
0: Uh, yes, you can shoot us that theory. You can email us if you'd like to at Gmail. It's rewindcinemapodcast at gmail dot com. If you like Twitter or Facebook, we're on both at Rewind Pod. You like
1: Twitter and Facebook. Admit um,
0: it. I don't like Twitter a lot but if uh, actually I think you're more active on our Twitter than I no, I haven't ever. been on in like a week so um, we're, we're not inst- we're not on Instagram even though I was gramming that whole yeah, movie um, all day long dude because you don't you don't really want to look at pictures of us just like going to see movies yeah maybe they do i mean maybe we, if we, you do let us know yeah if you do let <laughs> us know, i'll make a gram and i'll just yeah. take a picture of my face every yeah. time i see a movie uh but yeah if you like the music on our show natural anthem mm-hmm. find them at naturalanthem.net. we didn't talk about the score all right we're done <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's it for us today gabe as always what are these people gonna do <laughs> watch more movies and support denise villano please